Today's recording is an out and about episode because I just dropped my in-laws off at the airport and I figured I'd make a quick recording before I head back home. Um, for those of you who've been listening uh, to the previous episodes, uh, you would know that I was away for uh, close to two weeks. We traveled back to the homestead, um, got to see uh, grandma, all the uncles and aunties and everyone. And it was a fun um, visit and it's nice that... Um, at least once in a while, uh, we're able to get together with uh, family and um, get to know each other, uh, build relationships, reinforce relationships and uh, those sorts of things. Anyway, so it's been a fun holiday for me. I hope it's been a fun holiday for you guys. Today is Saturday the 30th of December and uh, pretty soon, in another four or five days, everybody is going to have to be full tilt um, back at work. And so... Um, yeah, this is me uh, resuming my um, work for the new year. Uh, yeah, as we are cruising into 2024. So, like I said, today is an out and about recording. Expect to hear noise, people in the background, planes taking off, taxis driving by, um, those sorts of things. Okay, so now that the intro is out of the way, uh, what we're going to be tackling today on the podcast is LinkedIn outreach. And um, I'm trying to get um, you guys to understand, or rather, Yeah, I'm trying to get some of you to understand how you can sell better on LinkedIn using real life scenarios that I receive in my inbox. The reason why I've done loads of um, these sorts of um, uh, teardowns over this year in 2023, and I'm going to be doing much more of them in 2024, is because a lot of you, um, rightfully so, want to sell and improve your businesses by being on LinkedIn. But I think a lot of you are going about it uh the wrong way or doing it um, in effective ways so today is going to be uh me running through one of those scenarios and uh with suggestions at the end about how we can improve our linkedin outreach that's for those of you who use linkedin to actively look for customers or look for ways to promote your business so there's a linkedin direct message that i received and uh the one that i'm going to use an example today i'm just going to read it out and then i'm going to make uh, comments along the way So, this is how it started. It said, hey, Tabeshima. Now, at this point, I think it's a good idea that the person did a little bit of research and the person got my name. Because most people, when they're trying to reach out to someone else on LinkedIn and trying to um, reach out to me on LinkedIn, they start off by saying, hey, or hi, or good morning, sales for the Nigerian Business Person podcast. Now, when you start off an email that way, in this case, saying, hey, sales for the nigerian business person podcast or good morning sales for the nigerian business person podcast it shows that you haven't done any bit of research uh this is most likely a a blanketed message something that hasn't had much thought go through it and um it's at this point that you start losing uh people and people just ignore uh the message so let's say you're trying to um reach out to someone and the person is the head of uh let's say um orange foods uh nigeria limited or something like that so if you start off the message in <clears throat> linkedin by saying hey orange foods nigeria limited or good morning orange food nigeria limited i mean you've lost the person you can do a little bit of research just by clicking on the orange nigeria food page to have a look and see who the ceo is or who the head of sales is or who the procurement or the procurement officer is that sort of thing you can do some basic research like that on linkedin or maybe even from the company's facebook page and you can get a name so that you can send a message that says hi victoria good morning kelechi um uh hello maria you know something like that so it's much more effective you're going to personalize the outreach 
So I give this guy uh, top marks because at least he got my name. Or like most people who would just say, hello, sales for the Nigerian business person podcast. Okay, now the rest of the message read uh, thus. So he started off, hey, Tavishima, imagine having the power to command high ticket sales like a pro with soaring income as your reward. Now, I'm going to give this person uh, marks again because the person is trying to spark interest. But I think it is better off to um, start your email with your leading question about the problem you're trying to solve and um, it just gets people to the root of what it is you're trying to do faster because not everybody's going to read your preamble i'm reading the preamble because i'm curious as a sales professional i'm trying to figure out what is the most effective way for people to sell on linkedin i'm using this as a case study this is the reason why i'm reading this um let's not be surprised that if we start off our messaging on email or LinkedIn and we start with a long preamble, let's not be surprised that we just lose people um, uh, um, in the in the uh, preamble. So lead off with, uh, I think it's better off to lead off with the problem question because not everybody is going to read absolutely every single word of your email. Apart from that, a question stands out when people are skimming your message. So instead of saying, hey, Tavishima, imagine having the power to command high ticket sales like a pro with soaring income as your reward. How about saying something like, hey, Tavishima, do you wish you were better at handling high ticket sales? Question mark. So you started off, it's two paragraphs. You've gotten straight to the point of what it is you're trying to do, or rather you've hinted at what it is you're trying to do. There's a question and there's an incentive for me to respond because when you're doing uh, LinkedIn email, these sorts of things, if you put a question there, uh, most people have the um, natural, uh, uh, what's it called? the natural um, habit to respond to questions instead of starting off um, with a long um, um, long preamble. So uh, let's start again from the top, what, he, what the actual uh, messaging was. Hey Tavishima, imagine having the power to command high ticket sales like a pro with soaring income as your reward. If you're hungry for that kind of success, I've got something special for you. It's a free copy of our Mastering High Ticket Sales Workbook. Okay, now pause there. Okay, he got to the point uh, quickly. I still think the preamble is too long and that he should have started off with a problem question. And another thing that I've said on the show repeatedly, and I'm going to point it out today, is this should actually be the subject of another email or a second email. Instead, he's trying to cram everything into the email, and this makes the email become long and cluttered. And then you're also giving out too many calls to action. In the first paragraph, you've asked the question. In the second paragraph, you're inputting a uh, call to action. And these are the kinds of things that uh, confound the reader. Because if you put uh, one call to action and two questions in the email, what exactly is the person supposed to respond to? If you took my approach and you started off, you gave a relevant greeting, and then you asked the problem question and you left that as email number one, it's a simple email. The person looks at the email or looks at the LinkedIn uh, message and the person knows that, okay, um, all I have to do is respond to this question or uh, ignore because it's not relevant or whatever. It's not lengthy. It's not worthy. The call, uh, wordy, sorry, rather too many words. The call to actions are simple. And so the reader knows exactly what to do after he or she reads the email. So uh, my suggestion is this uh, second paragraph should actually be a second email only if the person answers yes to the first question posed in number one. 
uh, about um, high ticket sales. It's only then that the person has said yes, and you know that the person is interested, that you can now say, here's a free copy of our workbook to help you with that problem. Download it by tapping on the link below. And now you can see that the second email has only one call to action. Email number one has one question. The person answers, you know that they are interested. Email number two has only one call to action. The person responds by downloading, you know that the person is further interested. Okay, so now let me uh, go back to the top. Let's read what the person actually said. Okay, so hey Tavishima, imagine having the power to command high ticket sales like a pro with soaring income as your reward. If you're hungry for that kind of success, I've got something special for you. It's a free copy of our Mastering High Ticket Sales, um, high ticket sales Workbook. To grab your copy and start your journey to high ticket sales mastery, just reply with yes or a thumbs up. Okay, now, uh, okay, let me give a comment here. Okay, so uh, on the face of it, this um, message, uh, I also suspect that he would send this as an email uh, to, to other people. It's not just LinkedIn outreach. So um, it's well-crafted and um, he doesn't take too much time. He, he gets uh, straight to the point, even though I think it could have been shorter. But I don't think this could have been, too, this didn't have to be two paragraphs because people don't really read anymore. People just skim through the uh, message. And um, so make it easier for your message to stand out while the audience is skimming. I guess that's why I'm going on and on about this thing of keeping your emails short, keeping your LinkedIn um, outreach short, and keeping things to one call to action, keeping things to one simple paragraph. Now, the whole idea behind it is this. I know that you think you're trying to sell on LinkedIn, you don't have much time, so you're trying to cram as many things as possible. What you should be aiming for is engagement and little bits of traction that shows you whether you're on the right path or not. That is why this multiple message approach actually I think is best. If you start off by trying to figure out are they interested, they reply yes, the next thing you send your um, the valuable thing, in this case, um, the workbook they downloaded, it shows that they're also interested as well. It shows that you're getting traction and that you're moving forward in this business relationship. You cram lots of stuff into the email. I guarantee you people skim and they think, okay, maybe that's interesting. I'll get back to that later. There are multiple calls to action. They don't respond to anything. And um, you just lose lots of people um, in that uh, in that process. So I know that what I'm suggesting is a little bit more work, but I really think we should take the time to slow things down. Yes, it might be more work, but with the engagement going up, the chances of closing the sale would also go up as well. Okay, so um, he put, uh, the person signed off with another paragraph, and this was the final paragraph. If this is not your thing, no worries at all. I'm here to help you share your top priority for leveling up in your business career and let's make it happen together. So, um, in my own opinion, I think this sounds like a weasel out. Okay, let me read it in the context so you see how everything flows. Uh, okay, don't worry, this will be the last time. I'm sure it's getting uh, repetitive, me reading it over and over. Okay, so, hey, Tavishima, imagine having the power to command high-ticket sales like a pro with soaring income as your reward. If you're hungry for that kind of success, I've got something special for you. It's a free copy of our Mastering High-Ticket Sales Workbook. Uh, to grab your copy and start your journey to high ticket sales mastery, just reply with yes or a thumbs up. And if it's not your thing, no worries at all. I'm here to help you if you share your top priority for leveling up in your business career and let's make it happen together. Now that final uh, paragraph, for me, I think it's a weasel out. 
and I don't think it's a good idea to uh, weasel out like that. I think you can be much more direct, uh, direct um, about the whole thing. So, instead of trying to cram all of this in one email, why not schedule a follow-up on email number three and then ask questions to get a sense of why no one is taking advantage of your free offer for sales um, resources. So, um, uh, okay, so in my own opinion, email number one, appropriate greeting with a question to see if they are interested. Short and sweet, two paragraphs max. The person responds, yes, they're interested. Then the email number two would be, here is our free, uh, uh, what's the day, what's he, what's he offering here? Workbook. Question Email number two would be, here's um, our email, here's our workbook, uh, download it by following this link. Now, I'm assuming that on if you're involved in this kind of business on the back end, um, you have the uh, tech to be able to feature, uh, to be able to figure out whether the person downloaded or not. Now, instead of putting a weaseling up paragraph, email number three should now be uh, following up to find out did the person download, what did they find insightful, what most applies uh, to their business, or asking um, uh, they indicated in email one that they were interested but so far they haven't uh, downloaded and then you ask the person why it's okay to be direct about these sorts of things you don't have to weasel out so long as you are being polite at every step of the process being direct is not going to be a problem so there's no need putting all these weaseling out paragraphs because you're afraid you don't want to offend somebody as long as you're polite at every single step of the way it'll be fine so bottom line what this person crafted was good was not bad well written but i think you tried to cram too much so this is my recommendation and this is my shorter version just in case uh there are those of you listening to today's episode who don't quite get the point that i'm making so if it were me handling this account this would have how this is how i would have done it i would have sent email number one and email number one would have been this hey tavishima do you wish you were better at handling high ticket sales question mark and then i would hit send that is it that is my email number one now, this is what is going to happen. Most people are going to ignore this email because, let's be frank, not everybody needs what you have. Not everybody wants what you are offering. So be okay with the fact that you send this email and maybe 80% of people are going to ignore because you know you don't know the future. None of us have a crystal ball to tell us who the perfect prospect is, the perfect um, candidate for our business. If we did, we would all be millionaires, but we're not. So be comfortable with the fact that lots of people are going to ignore. That's just how it is in business. If I sell oranges, okay, right now I'm at the airport car park. If I sell oranges and the oranges are nice and juicy and I know that they're the best tasting oranges in Abuja ever or the most tastiest oranges ever made, the truth of the matter is right now not everybody is in the mood for oranges. You have to be okay with the fact that you're going to walk through the... Um, airport okay no they won't let you into the airport lounge you yeah, walk through the um, airport car park and uh, wherever and most of the people are not going to be in the mood for oranges that's just how business is so be comfortable with the fact that lots of people are going to um, ignore you it just means we have to get better at prospecting looking for the ideal people that we have to reach out to and then the level of engagement that we get is going to go um uh, is going to go up it's possible now working with oranges at the airport car park uh, maybe it's not a good idea because people in the airport are uh, maybe they're nervous, uh, maybe they're stressed, or maybe people at the airport are um, really hungry. 
because they had to wake up early or something like that and so an orange is not going to cut it maybe meat pie or something like that well anyway I'm sure you guys get the gist. So for me, that'll be email number one. Hey Tavishima, do you wish you were better at handling high ticket sales? Send. Question mark. Most people are going to ignore. Don't worry about the people who ignore. Don't pay attention to the people who ignore. What you're going to do is you're going to pay attention to the people who respond and say, yes, I wish I could handle high ticket sales better. So that is all we're looking for, positive engagement. Forget about the people who ignore. For the people who engage positively, then um, you um, you um, you follow up with them. Now, in the spirit of what this guy uh, sent out, email number two would now be, Hey Tavishima, here's a free copy of our workbook to help with that problem. Download the simple PDF by doing XYZ. And then you hit send. Then again, uh, for now, let's ignore the people who uh, don't respond immediately. And then for the people who respond immediately, I'm sure we're going to have much more engagement that is uh, built into the system. That's future emails trying to find out what problems they face in their business, um, what they learned with the workbook, what they're willing to explore to improve their businesses, you know, those um, sorts of things. But let us get out of this mindset that you're going to have one magic email that you will send that is going to get you millions of naira. That is not going to happen. Slow down, break this thing up into several emails or several messages with one clear call to action per email or per message and then you will move things forward. Sending these five, six paragraph um things on LinkedIn or email with multiple calls to actions, multiple questions, and then you try and weasel out at the end. I really don't think it's the most effective way to grow um, our businesses. So, um, yeah, that's it pretty much. Uh, well, if I had the time to sit down and uh, go over the whole campaign, I could have been much more specific or maybe offer more better ways of going about it. But limiting myself to the template that this gentleman um, um, put in the email Oh, okay. Sorry about that. We're close to 20 minutes. That was the alarm. Okay, so I guess I should be wrapping up so that we can leave. So, anyway, that's it. I guess you guys um, get the whole point. So, it doesn't have to be one message. Split it up. Smaller messages. One call to action or one question per message. Focus on those who engage and then follow up with all those folks. So, that's all for today, folks. Um, remember, connect with me on WhatsApp. The number is 080-6466-2140. The country code is plus 234 for those of you who are hitting me up outside the shores of Nigeria. Also, connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm the host of the podcast. My name is Tavishima Ayede. You can confirm the spelling of my name and email address on the website where you're listening to this episode or the profile of the podcast app where you're currently listening to my voice. So thank you very much for your time and attention. And um, okay, Saturday, September 30. Okay, so that means loads of us Nigerians anyway will be in the whole um, crossover 31st night. Okay, no, 31st night. Okay, 31st night will be tomorrow. Okay, well, anyway, you get the point. Um, we're getting to the close of the year. However it is they're going to cap out the year, uh, whether you're going to cap it out with uh, family or with the Lord, um, make sure you have a fun one. So I will catch you guys again at the next episode.